Welcome to the Dyad Presents, a video game music podcast. I'm the Dyad, and this is Starship Hector. Starship Hector was originally released as Hector 87. It's a shoot-em-up developed by Hudson for the Nintendo. The soundtrack was composed by Takeaki Kunimoto, and this track is called History One. Unsurprisingly, the game came out in 1987 in Japan. It later made its way over to North America in 1990. This was the third game that Hudson Soft used in their National Caravan competition. The summer caravan video gaming competitions traveled across Japan collecting high scores from competitors for a countrywide contest. There were events where many top-level performers could compete, and from 1985 until 1992, the caravan was a hallmark of Hudson's popularity. A number of games were released with the caravan competition in mind. With the Star Soldier series, Hector is the second in that series, having 2-minute and 5-minute modes built into the cartridges as symbols of the competitive nature that they were inspired from. 
Hector was the last Famicom game featured in the Hudson Caravan. They moved on to the newer PC Engine afterwards. The first three games were reproduced in Hudson Caravan Collection for the Super Famicom and Hudson Best Collection for the Game Boy Advance. As for Hector itself, the game is known for its alternating horizontal and vertical levels, which was pretty novel for the time. Also strange for a shoot-em-up, there weren't any power-ups in the game. Starship Hector was named for the lead programmer, Hector Oyama, so shoutouts to Hector. The song is pretty fun, it's peppy, and I think that middle section is actually pretty interesting too. Moving on from Hector, it's time to exercise your funk muscle. From the Super Nintendo, for the game, ugh, Spanky's Quest, composed by Kyohei Sada, this track is called Beach. bass player is working it. And I like that little intro. It feels like a chorus is chiming in. Actually, both songs on the show today have kind of fun intros. Hector was more of a flourish, I guess. Well, while I talk about the track, make sure you do some light stretching of your funk muscle. You don't want to pull anything. Kyohei Sada is credited as the composer for the SNES version of the game. And I also saw the names Inata, Otera, and Toyo listed as composers in some places, but I didn't find a, for a source. In fact, the game only credits Kei Sada in the uh, end of the game. There is a Game Boy port with a different soundtrack and composer. Actually, the Game Boy version came out a few months earlier, so maybe port isn't the right word? In fact, I guess we should probably start there. Called Lucky Monkey in Japan. 
The game is pretty similar to the Super Famicom version. They share the same theme, but games have notable differences. For example, the levels as well as some of the enemies and bosses are different, and the game doesn't require you to collect items to advance, but instead to kill all the enemies in the level instead. Also, there is a bubble mechanic in the game that works slightly differently, and from what I read, it makes a significant difference in the difficulty. The game also has letters to collect in order to access bonus stages. The letters spell Monkey in the Japanese version, and Spanky in the Western port. As for the SNES version, the Japanese title of the game is Hansei Zaru, Jiro-kun no Daiboken. Literally translated, it means Monkey Reflections, The Adventures of Mr. Jiro. In North America and Europe, the name was changed to Spanky's Adventure. The name is likely a play on the phrase Spank the Monkey. Ha ha ha. The North American and Japanese versions of the game also have a fair number of minor differences beyond the stupid name choice. For example, the title screen was entirely changed for some reason. Anyway, the whole soundtrack is full of this upbeat music. It's worth checking out. Up next, from the Game Boy, composed by Kazumi Totaka, from the game X, this is Tunnel Scene.
X, or Ekusu in Japanese, is the three-dimensional first-person shooter for the Game Boy. I'll let that sink in for a second. It's a pretty interesting game to see footage of, but I haven't played it before. It has the kind of vector graphics of early 3D games. The Japanese game magazine Famitsu listed X as one of the four most influential Game Boy games. Originally, the game was going to be published by Mindscape as either Eclipse or Lunar Eclipse, but Nintendo became interested in the idea of a 3D Game Boy game and took over the project. The president of Nintendo at that time, Hiroshi Yamauchi, renamed the game to X shortly before its release. The game came out only in Japan, but some listeners may recognize this track anyway. It was remixed for Super Smash Bros. Brawl for the Wii in 2008. X was created by Dylan Cuthbert, who would go on to contribute to the development of Star Fox, which makes a lot of sense after you take a look at both games. Also of note, this was the first game composed by Kazumi Totaka. Totaka is known, among other things, for his implementation of a short jingle in each of the games he works on. It's known as Totaka's song, and the tune is usually buried as an easter egg, and it's often pretty difficult to access. The song can be found in most of the games that Totaka has worked on, though whether or not it exists in all of them is not verified. I'll play a clip of the song as it appears in the game X. So, again, from the game X, here is Totaka's song. It's actually a hidden easter egg in X. You need to sit at a specific screen for a minute before it chimes in. I'll try to point out whenever I play games composed by Totaka when the Totaka's song is available. Anyway, next up, another system debut on the Dyad Presents. From the 32X, composed by Hashimoto Hikoshi, the game is Cosmic Carnage, and the track is Silic Stage, fully armored.
Cosmic Carnage, or Cyber Brawl as it's known in Japan, is a 2D fighting game on the Sega 32X. The Sega 32X had a short lifespan, and this game was one of the few original games to appear on it. So what is the 32X? Codenamed Project Mars, the 32X was an expansion add-on to the Sega Genesis slash Mega Drive. It was designed to expand the power of the console without replacing it completely. Basically, Sega needed to bridge the gap until the Sega Saturn came out, and more specifically, the 32X was a response to the release of the Atari Jaguar. It played 32-bit cartridges, hence the name, and gave gamers a boost from the 16 bits that the Genesis had to offer. In fact, it had texture-mapped 3D polygon capabilities. The add-on could play Genesis cards too for reverse compatibility, but obviously not the other way around. But the 32X faced criticism right off the bat. For starters, you needed a separate AC adapter for each unit. That means a plug for the Genesis, the 32X, the TV, and if you had the Mega CD, that makes four. In fact, as a response to this, Sega even released a proprietary power strip in North America. The 32X allowed for upgrades to sound capabilities with the availability of Q-Sound audio technology, but apparently the Q-Sound chipset was poorly documented and exceptionally difficult to program for. As a result, most games flat out ignored the Q-Sound system and opted instead to use the Mega Drive's onboard sound chip. Thus, the 32X's audio capabilities were largely untapped. Actually, according to what I found on the Game Developer Research Institute website, Cosmic Carnage didn't even use the Q-Sound, but instead featured SMPS68K. SMPS stands for Sample Music Playback System, but I digress. As for the game, Originally known as Cyber Brawl in Japan, it's a 2D fighting game set in outer space. It's actually a little more interesting than that. Basically, all eight characters are fighting for the last spot on an escape pod. Before the game was released in America as Cosmic Carnage, it received a major change. The human military characters in the game were replaced with aliens. Presumably, this was to avoid a controversy similar to that which was raised by games like Mortal Kombat. The Japanese and North American copies of the game, however, are identical. Region encoding forces Cosmic Carnage to boot in the US, and by holding X, B, Z, and Start during the introduction, the contents of Cyber Brawl, for example, the title screen and human characters, will be swapped in. This brings me to my last selection this week. It comes from a turn-based isometric strategy RPG hybrid. In the game, the player throws dice to raise ability scores of female generals and assigns character classes to them. Afterwards, the story unfolds as battles are dictated by the story and there is no movement in the game outside of the battlefield. And, while I've never played the game, I read that hurting a female enemy character triggers a small nude picture of the character to appear. This is the Eroge Hentai game Dengeki Division. Dengeki is roughly translated to mean electric shock. I mentioned in an earlier episode that the PC-98 had a slew of RPGs and adult games, and this one happens to be both. I think I've been talking long enough already, so I'll have to cover that industry in a future episode. The game was developed and published by Apple Pie, 
Apple Pie is the adult games branch of the FamilySoft Corporation, which you might know for their work on Mobile Suit Gundam or Asuka 120%. I saw this game referred to as Apple Pie's second orthodox SLG work. As far as I can tell, SLG stands for simulation game, but I think that's a term usually reserved for Japanese gamers. I also read that Ryu Umemoto uses PMD instead of Music Lal for FM sound source production on this soundtrack. PMD allegedly has functions such as a more powerful pitch bend, special effects sound mode, and PSG rhythm sound source. One review of the soundtrack said it appears that Umemoto is trying the functional limit of the PMD. They continued saying that, in the technical sense, it's probably one piece that can be described as the arrival point of early Ryu Umemoto. And while I started to research the PMD versus Music Lalf hardware, I think I'll leave it out of this episode. I've already droned on for too long, I think. In a future episode. Anyway, before I go, as always, special thanks to Alan Euler, aka Periodical, for editing and mixing the episode. You can follow the show at thediadpresents.blogspot.com, which also has a subscription link to the show on iTunes. You can follow me on Twitter at thediad, and you can email me at thediadpresents at gmail.com. There's also a Facebook page, which you can search for by the name of the podcast, or by at thediad. Until next time, from Dengeki Division, from the PC-98, composed by Ryu Umemoto, this is is hoax of worm. (laughs) 